This is the High School Football America podcast for July the 22nd, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle. Plus, GameStrat has awesome customer service. They pick up the phone (laughs) along with different price plans, right, for every coach's budget. And right now, GameStrat is offering a discount of up to 200 bucks, which means it's cheaper than Huddle's sideline. Plus, GameStrat is making it risk-free if you make the switch now. And there isn't a 2020 season, and of course, we all hope there will be. Your money will roll right into 2021. There's no risk, and you can't beat that, but you do have to act. And you must act by the end of the month, July 31st. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right, heading to Southern California and my all-time favorite high school football <laughs> voice. When this man speaks, you can see you can even hear it as he's laughing right now. When this man, when I hear his voice, I want to put on the chin strap and go hit someone. And trust me, in the middle of COVID right now, I think I really do want to hit someone for another reason. Bruce Rollinson of Modern Day, the legendary coach, uh, coach of the uh, two-time high school football American national champs, seventeen and eighteen, number two last year, almost got it, but Bruce is on the line uh, to talk a little bit about uh, winter football. I don't know the last time you did that, Bruce. I'm assuming it was never, but welcome to the show. <laughs> Jeff, it's great hearing your voice. And, and uh, you know, hopefully you and the family are doing well. And, and uh, you know, yeah, here we go. I'm, I'm on a, I think I'm on about my sixth calendar um, <laughs> trying to figure out when we're going to start and who we're going to play. Uh, it's you know, the uncertainty is, is, uh, uh, I used to not sleep because of worrying about position issues or, you know, different things like that. Now I don't sleep because I don't know what the next day is going to bring. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I told my wife, you know, that I try to stay positive every morning and by one o'clock I want to put my head through the wall, but, um, <laughs> you know, we'll find out, we'll find out what's next. And, and it looks like we're, we're going in January, so uh, here we go. So they say, so they say. Bruce Rollinson on the line, the legendary coach of the modern-day Monarchs. I love him, a great friend of ours. I, I just love the fact that you put things in perspective, and I have so many questions I'm thinking of right now, but we are going to talk some real football. But I guess at the top, it's, you know, and I've joked with all the coaches, right? When you, when you got your coaching whistle, nobody handed you a playbook that said, here's what happens when COVID or a pandemic strikes, right? So <laughs> what goes through your yeah. mind when the season when the CIF and then the, the Southern section says, okay, folks, uh, I know you've been building up to do this in, in August and then start at the end of the month. Uh, now we're going to January. What goes through your mind having seen as much as you have as a coach at the high school level? Well, you know, it, 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 it's uncharted territory, you know, usually, um, you know, even if you're not coaching in a business, uh, uh, in whatever your profession is, when you're as old and, as, and and have as many years into it as I do, you you usually have a point of reference. In other words, okay, well, back in 94, when we had this problem, this is how we solved it. Mm-hmm. You know, back in 2012, when we had this problem, now it's, well, we have a major problem and we have no solutions. Um you know, when they shut down in March, Jeff, you know, it, it rocked everybody, um, you know, and, and, and 
but yet, you know, and, and, and I think it's important, you know, yes, I take this serious and, you know, I, I say a prayer every night for the people who, who have been infected and, and God bless the people that, that have lost loved ones. You know, this isn't something we can mess with, but yet, you know, there's there's so much uncertainty and there's so much bad information. But, you know, for your question, it, it, it's it's changing. Um, best example, we 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 were allowed to start our summer uh, session, summer camp, if you want to call it non padded practices. Uh, we started about three weeks later than we normally do. And. You know, it was all social distanced. It was following the county guidelines, but the kids were so excited, Jeff. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, and it really wasn't football. We were just jumping over bags, <laughs> um, and and you know, we we got ten practices in, and and here comes the 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 word during the course of our afternoon practice, we got to shut down the 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 bosses, the people that are uh, higher than me, um, are uncomfortable and there was spike in numbers, etc. The devastation on my players' faces, the, the sadness on my players' faces is something I'll never forget. Uh, you know, and now, you know, we haven't been back, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't seen my team in almost a month. Uh, you know, 9,000 text messages. And of course, you know, we're trying to, trying to zoom with the, the leadership council and things like that. But, but when it's all said and done, it, 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 it's, and we don't know where we're going. I right. mean, you know, they, shut the, you know, are we going to open school? When are we going to open school? Are we going to open remotely? My school is, is in the forefront of, of, of having good ideas uh, we have a plan to open up on a on a hybrid schedule. Uh, we had fully intended to go on August 10th, and and now that's on hold, um, with the hopes of maybe a couple of weeks later, or maybe after Labor Day. So you know, like that's why I I I, I have to keep a smile on my face. Um, you know, right now it looks like we're going to get football, and and we we would start practice in pads December 14th. So, hmm. you know, but you and I know that can change tomorrow. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of praying going on right now about that. I, uh, yeah. and, I and I'm a half half a glass half full guy on that. Um Bruce Rollinson on the line with us. Coach, I know you love your kids. I, I've seen it up close and personal. I've heard the kids talk about you. And this is about the kids. It's about safety, as you said. But um, you talked about the smiles on the face when you got back there. I, I'm curious, do you have a little anecdote to tell? Was there one kid that came up to you after all this, you know, sitting back and waiting and watching the bad news? On hey, Did you get any of those without, you know, giving names? I, I, I'm just curious, what are the kids saying? Because I really haven't talked to any coaches yet that have, have given us any of those anecdotes. But tell me a little bit about the kids and some of the things you may have heard once you got back well you know the the funniest thing was is is you know we had all of these procedures ready to go all these protocols ready to go and and you know you know me well enough i'm always going to try to find humor in something 
and and I I told the people that that were the design you know we had designated entry points, mm-hmm. and they were going to answer their questions and they were going to get their temperature taken, and I said, look, whatever you do, they have not seen each other since March thirteenth. Don't start yelling and screaming at them. <laughs> they're gonna hug each other. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna high five each other. They're not flaunting the rules. They're, they're excited. They're going to get the train. I go, let's just give them a little space. We'll do the best we can. And, and, you know, sure enough, half the people that were involved in it are yelling and screaming. And I'm going, I just step back and I go, really? I go, and the people that were yelling and screaming, Jeff, they, you know, they, they're not really, you know, they're not trained professional educators. A professional educator would say, Rawlinson's right. Okay. We can calm them down, but that initial, um, but I remember that, you know, uh, not just the yelling and screaming, but the joy that they had. And the other thing, I got a big old linebacker that that's going to be a great player for us. And, and, and the next thing, you know, it gets past, but I hear it, you know, you know, so-and-so, I don't want to give his name. Uh, he's got a temperature and I go, what? So, I, I, you know, cause I mean, if I sent one email, I sent 60 emails out, do not send your son right. if he has a temperature. So I went out to him, stayed my distance. And I said, what's going on? And he said, oh, coach, he goes, I've been waiting in line for an hour. And I realized he goes, I was so excited. I left my cleats in my car. I ran all the way back to the parking lot to get my cleats. And by the time I got back in line, there were only three guys in front of me. And he'd been standing in the sun for an hour. And now he just sprinted 200 yards. So, of course, his temperature was up. His heart rate was going about 700 miles an hour. So... You know, it, it, but, you know, it, that'll go in my book sometime, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and the look on his face, it, he just kept saying the same thing over and over. They're not going to let me practice. They're not going to let me practice. And I said, no, I said, you're going to stand here in the shade. Okay. You're going to calm yourself down. Your temperature will go down. I promise you. And you'll be in. <laughs> and when he cleared when he cleared the gate, he was sprinting in, and you'd have thought he just won the lottery. <laughs> uh, this, and that's one of the things that I, I think is being lost here, what what the kids are losing but not being able to do that. And again, safety is utmost with that. And, and I said, Bruce, there's a lot of questions. And you know me, I always try to find a different one for you. But when I was talking about how, I much, how much I know you love the kids and, and they love you back, it, it made me think to you back the last time I saw you guys in person in 17 and the entry of the Monarchs onto the field is something special. It's something I didn't know about till I moved out there in 2012. And one of the things I always appreciate, and I want you to explain to people kind of how you develop this. I don't know if it's a tradition before you or if it's just yours, but I remembered you would go in front, the front line of all those guys there and you would yeah. get right in their face, grab some of their helmets there and, 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 and look like you gave them a heart to heart, not like a chewing out or anything, but could you tell the listeners what how that tradition began and what you do? Because I think that really, to me, when I think of Bruce Rollinson, aside from the voice, <laughs> that is what I think of uh, when I think of you. Well, you know, Jeff, uh, back when I played at Modern Day 200 years ago and we folded our helmets <laughs> up and 
put them in our back pocket at the end of the day. Um, I was fortunate enough to play under a legendary coach, uh, Dick Corey. Um, uh, had a had a 10-year run here at Modern Day uh, that, you know, he, he set the tone for the superiority of Modern Day football uh, taking over in, in 1960. Um, and, and <clears throat> when I was a young seventh grader in my little Catholic grade school, Holy Family, uh, my dad said, Hey, I want to go down and watch this modern day. He goes, you know, we're going to have to figure out high school in a couple of years. Um, I, in honesty, I didn't want to go to Catholic school. I wanted to go to public school with all my friends, but we went down to the old Santa Ana bowl, which, you know, needless to say was a wood stands. And, but I remember seeing them coming out in this precision March. Um, and I was hooked. I, 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 I couldn't even tell you anything about the game. Uh, I just remembered when they came out of the, uh, locker room, they lined up and, you know, when I took back over in, in, in 1989, um, you know, a couple of the coaches that preceded me, uh, they, they, they were tweaking the, 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 it's called the Monarch March. They were, they were tweaking it and, and it, and it kind of, it, it upset me. It upset alumni because those 10 years, you know, that that's kind of the statement. It's like the three stripes on our helmet, mm-hmm. pride, poise, and courage, um, so as soon as I came back, I, I said, this is how we will enter the stadium. You know, we will say our final prayers, final words in the locker room, and then we'll come out. And what you have is you have your 10 squad leaders in a tight formation. And, uh, and, and, and then the seniors are in, in row two and three or however many seniors you have with the youngest players in the back. And, and, a dream of a lot of kids is to be in that front row. Um, and, and those are my, most of them are my prime time guys. And, and, and they, they are the leaders of the team. And yeah, I, I, depending on, you know, what, what, you know, sometimes I'm checked off the planet. And <laughs> I might pop, a, I might pop a helmet or two, but most of the time it's inspiration, but I, I talk to them about the task ahead. I talk to them about the challenges both they're going to have as an individual in their matchups and also that they have to assert themselves as a leader, um, especially in the bigger games. And obviously we've played in a lot of those. Um, and then it's a cadence march um, that breaks out into a sprint and, and, you know, over these 32 years going on 32 years as a head coach, I haven't got run over yet, but I've <laughs> been awful close. Uh, I used to be able to jump up and down in front of them, but now I just kind of clap my hands and, <laughs> and say, all right, now my, my next goal is to get to the sidelines and get my headphones on. <laughs> oh, well, we all get old sometime along the line. Uh, Bruce there Rollinson on the line. And uh, I, again, it's one of those things that I've loved. And I said, we're going to bounce back and forth here. So COVID means football in January uh, 2021, God willing. And uh, you had your schedule all set. We all know you guys don't duck anybody. You're in the 
Trinity League, so we all know that grind that you go through yeah. every year. But you still got to find some non-league games, uh, and and you filled a lot of those non-league games in the most recent years with you know out-of-state teams, which is not probably yeah. going to be uh, possible for you. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing to try and fill, fill out a ten-game schedule. Well, I, I can tell you this is probably the best communication that head coaches have had, um, you know, because we've all been on the phone since the press conference Monday, uh, you know, trying to line up opponents. Uh, you know, I, I fortunately, um, you know, a, one of my dear friends and a great football coach, Matt Logan out at Corona Centennial, mm-hmm. We were supposed to play them in what's called week zero, and there is no week zero in the new, newly configured schedule. So I would have lost that game, uh, but, but you know, and, and Matt and I talked about it, and I tried everything, you know, push it, do, do something, and he goes, Bruce, I can't. You know, I, I, I got contracts with weeks one, two, three, and four. Well, Yesterday, uh, in the late afternoon, Tuesday, um, they, somebody backed out on them. So I have them in week two. I'm still trying to find a week one opponent, which I, every time I look at the calendar on my grease board here, January 8th, <laughs> that, just, that doesn't even sound right, Jeff. But, uh, no, not at all. I'm usually planning a Super Bowl party by then, <laughs> or we're having our varsity awards ceremony. But uh, I need a game one. I've got Corona Centennial. I've got uh, Muir High School out of Pasadena. I'm in negotiations right now with a, a Northern California team. Um, uh, I forget the, the cookie. I just drew a blank on the name of it. Um, uh, Munis high school. And then, um, and then I need a four and I've got La Mirada, a good friend of mine, a great coach, um, Mike Moschetti. Uh, yeah, we played is. them in the past. Uh, I've got them in week five, then the grind of, of six through 10, uh, you know, I, I talked to Coach Negro this morning, and, you know, we might just decide to play each other like five times a uh, Now, you just stole my next question. That was going to be what I told Jason, because, you know, I'm good friends with him, too. I was gonna, just, just, yeah. You guys just play five non-league games. You'll play your league game, yeah. and then you'll play in the postseason. People will love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, so that might happen? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I, well... You know what? The way the way the situation is right now, Jeff, I'm not so sure if it won't happen. <laughs> well, if that if that week one stays blank on the grease board, you know, you know who to call. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it'll it'll be financially uh, conducive to both schools, uh, and the high school fans here in Southern Cal would would love it, but. Uh, I don't know if we'd be standing after week 10. <laughs> oh, well, Bruce Rollinson on the line here. And let's let's talk a little bit uh, uh, about one of the biggest questions that people get is, you know, what is going to happen with some of these kids that you have that we know are going to go on and play at the Power Fives? You know, they've now, of course, it's all going to be contingent upon what college football does, right? If they don't play in the fall, yeah. maybe there's no pre. But but how, what are the kids saying? Are you talking to any of the kids that are in that classification to, 
to kind of get their head straight on, on, on what they're faced with. I mean, they've got a big decision anyway, but this makes it like yeah. triple that. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 see, you got to put it into two categories. You got to put it into the boys that have set their curriculum. Uh, and here at Modern Day, it begins in your 10th grade year. If you feel like you and you have the academic ability to enhance your curriculum to to uh, graduate in December, early graduate. Um, I have three of those. Uh you know, and then you have to get it in the next category, which are are boys that are committed, but are going to stay till June. Um, uh, I use Rajon uh, uh, Davis as a as an example. Rajon is is you know the I think he's the number one linebacker in the nation. Good one. Um, and he's and he's committed to LSU. So now, does Rajon does Rajon want to play um, and then graduate? Forego his senior year. If I know Rajon, he's playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of my big leaders, and and you know. But but what I'm doing is I'm I'm doing it my typical my own way. I'm letting them have space. You know, I'm always going to defer to the primary educator, which is the family. Um, you know, the early grads, um, you know, in that category, I, the one, the the three that I've talked to, I just said, just go slow, you know, stay off social media as much as possible because you don't know what your status is with regards to the college football season. I completely support your early graduation you know, I commend you for getting your academics. And if that's what you want to do, I'm good with that. Um, you know, I don't want to be the one to, to try to pressure them or, or guilt them into to staying. Um, you know, it, 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 the, you know, you and I know a, a, a major college scholarship is, you know, a quarter million dollars mm-hmm. or, or more. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to ask him to forego that. Uh, the committed guys, again, I'm going to give them space and then, and then they have to make that decision. And I've got another four or five kids that are committed. Um, my gut feeling is they'll roll with us. Um, uh, you know, fortunately we have a lot of young talent. Uh, it's not like I, I want to go to that talent base. Uh, I'd rather play with my experienced, committed kids, but you know, there again, we're in that that uncertainty, that unknown. That's all going to play itself out here pretty quick. And mm-hmm. and again, just like everything else, that could change. I, I thought your comment at the beginning, what, you know, what happens if college football gets pushed to the spring? You know, what can they have? Twenty additional scholarship kids on campus or what do you do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No one um, knows. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, to me, when we get the release to start practice again, you know, I just plan on they, they'll all be there practicing until they, you know, they know at a certain point in November, I've got to say, well, look, I got to, I got to back your reps down. Cause I got to get another kid ready. Um, 
but uh, you know, it, it's kind of like I'm, I'm not avoiding it, but I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah, you've you've done this once or twice. It's not your first rodeo. Bruce Rollinson, a modern day on the line, and uh, yeah, talk a little uh, a bit about this this team and and what you have uh, coming back. I, I mean, there's no doubt about. It. And by the way, when you were saying about those young guys going with a, a young lineup, remember what happened the last time you did that, right? A couple of back to back national championships and all. Yeah. yeah, a kid named JT yeah. Daniels, who, by the way, I'm going to enjoy watching here in Georgia. But anyway, let's 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 yeah. let's go to uh, what you have right now in your mind uh, thinking that uh, don't worry about the kids that may or may not be there come January let's go with what would have happened in September so we're going to start where you always love to start with those piggies up front let's uh, what, what do you got on that offensive line uh, we've got some big old boys coming back um, and 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 we you know as you know in Southern California you know there's a lot of transferring that goes back and forth but um I've got a great big old tackle that, that, uh, didn't even play football last year. Uh, kid named Ross Masuli. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be a special player for us. Um, you know, when I go across, you know, our, actually the boy played as a freshman, uh, George Mickey Hahn at center, uh, has started, Oh God! So what do we got? Probably is you know he's in the 30s for starts. Um, so we're we're pretty confident with with him. Uh, you know, my remember last year when we talked, I started a true freshman, a 14 year old, mm-hmm. six four, 310 pound uh, freshman guard, uh, BJ Tolo. Um, BJ is is is. I mean, he's going to be one of the best ones we've coached. Uh, you know, I mean, when you start and play, you know, 14 games as a as a 14 year old, I think you know the gene pool lined up pretty good for him. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, he's back for his second year. Um, you know, we've got uh, got him drawing a blank. Uh, the uh, some other kids that. You know, they're huge, and it, and it fascinates me, Jeff, uh, when you look at the size of these kids. Um, I'm going to gonna roll with a sophomore tackle, um, a kid named uh, Lipe Moala. Uh, Lipe is 6'5", 320, uh, and, and he's only going to be a sophomore. Um, you know, so... And then there'll be some competition, um, you know, behind them. Uh, but we feel pretty good about about the offensive line. We feel real good. There's some young kids coming up. Uh, Jack Lappin. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody, uh, which is uh, you know. This, I'll blame it on I'll blame it on old age when his parents <laughs> call me. <laughs> Blame it on COVID. Everything else is being blamed on COVID right now. Bruce there Rollinson on the line. Uh, one thing I'm thinking about, Bruce, is you know we were joking, or you know earlier when I said about you know you know what happened the last time you started some young guys up front and all that. What what happened? But you know if you keep yeah. you know having all this depth and all these young kids, you're never going to retire. You know what that's going to do to your wife, don't you? <laughs> but anyway, let's let, let's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'll get a joke out of that one. She's probably like, I don't want him around the, yeah. the house all, all day long. But anyway. I, that's, that's, I was going to say, you know, 
we got along well during COVID, but uh, there were a lot of mornings when she said, go for a walk or do something. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Well, um, you know, there's no doubt about it that uh, we mentioned JT earlier. There's another guy, Bryce Young. Everybody's like, who's going to replace JT? Who's going to replace Bryce? Uh, who's who's going to replace Bryce, I guess, is the, the question. Take us through some of those skill guys you have. Well, it's, you know, the, the quarterback uh, – uh, is we can have a good competition and and now there's the first uncertainty uh the the Miller Moss kid transferred in um but he's a, an early graduate he's heading up to USC does he forego his senior year we don't know um i've got some kids lined up behind him some young talent uh you know it, so it, it it'll get interesting um, kid named Emmett Brown, he'll only be a junior, uh, uh, kid named Parker Awad, uh, Parker will only be a sophomore. So, you know, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be okay, uh, in, in, uh, under center, um, we, you know, with, with the, with the future, uh, determining, you know, whether we have an experienced kid or not, um, you know, the kid came down out of Northern California, a kid named Malik Brown. Uh, right now, he's ranked the number one junior running back in the nation. Uh, the kid's phenomenal, phenomenal. And I haven't really, I mean, we had some practices in January and February. And, you know, I, I call them those type of players that I just stare at them. And, <laughs> and I just found myself staring at him going, you know, he's going to make me look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is I've got, I've got a kid named Marcise yet um, that can share the load and, and gives us some flexibility with Relique. Um, a, a, a kid named Cam Leofa, Cameron Leofa. He's the bigger power back. Um, we may, we may take the kid that got a lot of snaps last year. A uh, kid named Quincy Craig. Quincy's going to be a special player. We might move him more to the slot position, but he can turn around and 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 go into the backfield. Uh, so, you know, we're we're very deep in, in at the running back position, and and then everybody knows, you know, we're young, uh, except for Kyron Ware Hudson. Uh, had a phenomenal junior year. Kyron will be one of our wide receivers. Uh, he's an Oregon commit. Uh, so now we're into that gray area. Uh, does he, you know, does he uh, not play his senior year, you know, mm-hmm. you know, taking the chance on injury? You know, like you say, I'm not going to worry about that. Um, you know, my, my gut feeling is another leader like him, I think he plays with his brothers, but you know I'm going to support him in whatever decision he makes. And then I got a host of other kids. Uh, I got a really, really good uh, other slot receiver, Josiah Zamora. I got the super uh, junior to be who was super soft, C.J. Williams, uh, another wide receiver. Um, you know, it, it's crazy. I, I mean, we, we've got some guys that can stretch the field. Um, we've got guys with, with uh, p- uh, playing um, experience and, and 
<clears throat> the last one that, that you know, is, is Christian Dixon. He's a, a Michigan commit. Um, yeah, you know, does, uh, uh, matter of fact, he's a, uh, early enrollee. Um, so what decision does he make? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're pretty solid offensively. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty confident that we can move the chains. Yeah. And, and there's two things I, I learned out in Southern California during my time there, especially when it comes to the Trinity league a, and this, I think is a people around the people, the country, people think it's always throwing the ball, but you like to pound the ball and it's a running game that uh, is very helpful for winning championships. And then you don't go anywhere without a defense that's rock solid. And uh, yeah. I'm sure you got some players on that side of the football too. So let's see how many of those names you can remember. <laughs> Well, well, you're putting the pressure on me here. Uh, you know, it, 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 probably if I if I start from the front and work back, there you go. We're 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 where we're inexperienced is is at the defensive line. Other than a kid that that's got a lot of action, although he wants to attend uh, the Naval Academy. Um, uh, a really, really, really good player. A kid named Tyler uh, Narayan. He, uh, uh, Narian, I'm sorry. Tyler is um, Tyler started all 14 last year, and you know he's got his heart a heart as big as the stadium, and he can just flat out play. I uh, got a big old nose tackle with very little playing experience. A kid named Sioni Moa. Um, you know, and and then it's going to be a competition. Um, from that point, we've got some other kids that that we're kind of excited about. But but again, they're 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 moving up from the lower ranks. Uh, so we'll we'll see where that goes. But um, you know, with Tyler and 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 if Moa comes up and plays to what our expectations are. Um, you know, I think, I think we'll be good to go linebackers. I got, I got a ton of them. Um, but obviously I talked about Rajon earlier. Um, Rajon is, is a special player an LSU commit. Um, just, you know, he's just a force. He's just a force out there. Um, I got a young inside backer, uh, Leviticus Sua, um, and I've got great depth on the inside. Um, I got a transfer kid in, a kid named Malaki Teo. Uh, there's another kid that, that played for us uh, some last year, a kid named Austin Bressler. Um, I like Chris Mazukas. Uh, so there's going to be great competition at the linebacker spot. Uh, you know, and, and, and the guy that, that's just, uh, I got the, 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 uh, junior to be that played a ton last year and has got everybody's offered him already is a kid named David Bailey, six, four, two thirty five. Uh, he's built like, I wish I was built in high school. <laughs> Now, and with him and Ray John, uh, you know, you're going to have your hands full on your perimeter game with those two. And then on the back end, <clears throat> obviously, you know, we we're very confident, um, you know, that, that now Jalen Davies, uh, Jalen is, is, is an early enrollee going to Oregon. 
Um, now he has publicly said that that he's probably going to leave, but that's you know, like I said earlier in the interview, just slow down, Jalen. You know, but uh, you know, if that's what he chooses to do, that's you know, he, he's going to have a great career at the next level. The other side is the junior um, right now is is ranked uh, the number one corner in the junior class, a kid named Damani Jackson. Uh, you know, Damani goes out for track last year and and did not run as a freshman. And they had one track meet before it got canceled. And Damani promptly went out and ran a 10-7-2, uh, 100 meters hmm. as a 10th grader. So, and he's 6-1, goes about a buck 85. Uh, he's, he's a special player. Um the other one is is Josh Hunter. Josh is a hybrid, can play nickel, a tremendous uh, man man coverage kid. Could go to corner. Um, believe it or not, uh, played a lot of safety last year. Uh, and then there's a kid named Cam Sidney. Uh, Cam has extensive playing time as a tenth grader last year. Um, I got another young sophomore coming up. Um, um, I'm going to have to call uh, Christian Patero. Christian, uh, he's a big hitter. And then this the kid transferred in from Philadelphia of all places, uh, Shoes Brinkley. Um, and, you know, he, you know, he, his tape looks good. I haven't seen him <laughs> on the field yet, but, um, I guess if you come all the way out from Philly, you must think you can play with the big boys. I would think so. You know, good kid. I, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know what the future holds for him, but uh, I know he was he was held in high regard back east. So well, you know, we got we got depth. Yeah, and and you you, I, you know you you kind of I love you to death. I want to put that you know chin strap strap it up and go hit for you. But of all places, Philly, you're talking to a Pennsylvania Dutchman here. What are you trying to do? <laughs> Insult me? We play good football back there. We don't know how to throw it yet. It's three yards in a cloud of dust. Come on, Bruce. All right, <laughs> great job on the names. We're gonna wrap up. Like I said, I always try and hit you with one that's a little off of football. Bruce yeah. Rollinson with us, folks, and uh, had a granddaughter uh, on your birthday. I I believe uh you got another yes, grandkid sir. coming how many how many grandkids all in all right now uh will be five uh i think it's september 17th uh so a month you know five weeks from now we'll be at five uh there we go matthew matthew and joey uh matthew's uh, gonna be five years old in in next month joey's two uh hadley elizabeth uh, she'll be coming up. Uh, now she's about a year and a half, uh, uh, eighteen months, um, and then uh, little uh, Katie, uh, two months old, uh, born on my birthday. So right. you know, but to show you brainwashing at its best, Jeff, my my oldest daughter, uh, Katie's mom, she texted and said, "Okay, let's look for the positives. The state championship game is April seventeenth." And four days later, we can celebrate your and Katie's birthday. And I said, that a girl. That a girl. I, I love it. Well, I do have a question after getting all your grandkids in there, and I'm glad that one of them is going to be a Virgo. That's my, my birth month. So here's the question. You've spent your entire life coaching kids, 
right? That's what you do. It's what you do well. It's what people love about you. I, I want you to grade yourself as a grandpa. Like, what's the what's the best thing that you are as a grandfather? What's the what's that uh, non football message you're telling the kids? I'm not going to ask you if if the boys are going to play football. I want to just see see how good of a, a grandpa coach you are to the grandkids. <laughs> you know what. I, I, I'm already being branded as a softie, believe it or not. Um, you know, there's not much that if they want it, I get it. Um, but I'm finding myself uh, with with the two boys uh, and one on the way. I'm finding myself kind of giving them a few words of wisdom and, and you know, kind of the stare down when they get whiny or they get <laughs> demanding uh, and, and, you know, there's been a couple of, uh, you know, kind of ease them into the pantry and say, okay, look, you know, <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> Let's get that wrapped up. <laughs> and then, you know what the best part is, is, you know, when they, when, they, when they're struggling to do something as little kids do, I, I drop names. I, I, I'll say to Matthew, I'll go, Matthew. Okay. Let, let's stop. Bryce Young ate his vegetables okay you want to be like Bryce Young start eating those peas brother (laughs) and and it worked it worked Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, let me, uh, yeah. you know what? I think I, I think I just, you, every, at the end of every year, right? What's the question you get, Bruce? Win, lose, or draw, right? What do you get? Are you retiring? Am right? I retiring? That, you you always I get retiring? that, right? So I just yeah. figured it yeah. out. So, so you've got a five-year-old, you've got a <laughs> three, two, two or three-year-old, and now you have a new one coming up. So I'm figuring yeah. since the new one, you know, could probably be playing for you at 14 i think you got 14 more years on the sidelines how's that how's there you that go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. i'll be getting one of those little scooters that i can ride around in on the sideline as long as they put the three stripes on it you're fine bruce i i, I love exactly. having you on here I, I i love our friendship you are yeah you are everything that is good about uh, high school football and i just wish you nothing but success when we finally get to football and, and and thank you again for always being generous with your time that's 45 minutes but people will love it so thank you and and, and best wishes and be safe out there all right well i miss you jeff i miss you yeah my coaches always said, whatever happened to that Jeff guy? And one coach said, well, we need him back because Rollinson always would go over and talk to Jeff for 45 minutes during practice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Bruce, take care of All yourself. Right, take okay. care. Bye-bye. All right, be safe. Bye-bye. And that's the High School Football America podcast, which is brought to you by the great new app, Small Player Big Play, an age-appropriate sports-focused social media platform designed to showcase and connect young athletes, their friends, their parents, and their coaches. On Small Player Big Play, young athletes get the ability to utilize the app and share interests and accomplishments in a very safe and it's a highly secure social media environment. It features live streaming with game day highlights and lucrative fundraising opportunities for your school and your team. Download the Small Player Big Play app on Google Play and the Apple App Store. I'm Jeff Fisher, and you've been listening to the High School Football America podcast.